Welcome to Frontline Voices, a podcast by the Natural Resources Council of Maine. Every day, decisions are made across Maine that impact our environment, and Mainers play a crucial role as we speak up for climate action, the clear air, clear water, and open spaces that we all love. Come sit down with advocates and experts to discuss some of the most important stories that you need to know, what lies ahead, and hear what you can do about it. Thanks for listening as we share our view from the front lines. Welcome to another episode of Frontline Voices. I'm your host, NRCM's Advocacy Communications Director, Colin Durant, and I'm excited to hand over the reins in a few minutes to our guest host and NRCM Rising Leadership Team member, Kate Shamba, who has another fabulous interview with young environmental leaders uh, in Maine. In this episode, she speaks with youth who founded the Sunrise Movement Franklin County Group. Uh, This group of youth climate activists just celebrated their one-year anniversary, so we thought it would uh, be a perfect time to check in with them about their experience working on climate action, organizing in a rural county in Maine. And in case you missed it, NRCM recently hired Mark Edwards as a regional outreach coordinator in Franklin County. Now, there's a great interview with our former CEO, Lisa Pullman, our new outreach director, Emmy Taburge. Emmy's been with us for a long time. This is a new role for her and uh, Mark Edwards on our blog. And I encourage you to check it out about NRCM's uh, renewed efforts to build power in every corner of the state by deepening relationships with Maine people based on our shared love for um, this state's stunning natural resources. Again, that interview is on our blog, definitely go check it out. Also, finally, I wanted to note that California recently became the fourth state to pass an EPR for packaging law. This is a huge deal. More and more states are passing these laws to crack down on plastic pollution, wasteful packaging. And if you'll recall, Maine became the first state in the nation to pass pass such a law uh, that requires big corporations to address the wasteful packaging that they produce, most of it single-use plastic, and and, and help pay for the cost of recycling and disposing of it instead of of taxpayers shouldering that burden. So that's great news that California has um, jumped on board. That's obviously a huge market. It just shows the dominant, as our sustainable main director, Sarah Nichols says, the dominoes just continue to fall. Um, Okay, now I'm going to hand it over to Kate for that interview with Sunrise Movement Franklin County. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I have with me Isabel Rogers, who is the hub organizer of the Sunrise Movement for Franklin County. Hello, thanks for having me. Um, Isabel, could you start off by just telling me a little bit about what the Sunrise Movement is? Yeah, totally. So Sunrise is a youth-led nonprofit organization made up of youth activists um, nationwide um, that focuses on advocating for environmental justice along with um, social and economic justice. Um, And it was funded in 2017 and is now made up of nearly 500 groups across the U.S. Yeah, and we are one of them. (laughs) Wow, that's really incredible. Yeah, so our group Um, Sunrise Franklin County um, is a group called The Hub, which focuses on um, community-based work. Um, And then they also have larger groups in the movement um, with over a thousand people. And those are called chapters that focus more on uh, electoral work and national movement things. 
So what inspired you to start a Franklin County branch? So or hub rather. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so our hub was actually founded by um, a peer of mine who is a Mount Blue graduate and a Bates student. Her name is Corinne Collenberg. And it was started in June of last year. So we are now one year old, which is exciting. Um, and she wanted to bring a youth activist group to the Western Maine um, because there are four other active Sunrise Hubs in the state, um, but they are attached to college campuses, kind of more further south. Um, so we, we thought it was, it was important to kind of bring a youth movement to the Western rural area um, uh, and also have it not just be through a campus, have it be um, for a community. What are some of the benefits of creating an organization like this or a hub of an organization like this in what's considered to be a really rural area? I think personally the benefit of it is bringing more youth groups to um, the mountain areas of Maine. I know um, when I first heard about Sunrise, I knew about them um, in 2018, so I knew who they were as a movement, but I was always like, oh, they're always so far away and I can't access being a part of that group because of the distance I am from them. Um, so I think it's very exciting to bring um, a movement into rural areas for the youth in these areas to become a part of, um, because I think um, rural communities need to also be um, considered as part of activism as well. Absolutely. What are some of the issues that you're focusing on right now? Some of the issues that we are focusing on at the moment um, is increasing our recruitment um, and members. Um, because we have, we're all living in um, a rural area, um, most of the young people in our area are a lot of times busy with other um, complications um, during the year. So that's kind of been an issue with us. Uh, a challenge for us technically is trying to um, do things with a less amount of activists involved. So the question that we've all been asking ourselves is how to use our voice um, with action with having less people. And one of those things that uh, we've had a solution for um, is to start planning doing artistic activism. Um, this is something that I know how to do because I'm an artist and a musician. Um, and Sunrise actually recently published a new songbook um, full of activist songs. And we are planning on getting ourselves together along with our community to sing these uplifting songs together um, in a community space. Because um, personally, I believe that singing the change we want to see can be more powerful than yelling it. Um, and it unites us and makes us and makes people want to stop and listen. Um, and interesting enough, Sunrise actually started being known as the activists who sing back in 2017. So it's exciting to see that they're coming back into the roots by bringing these songs back um, into the movement today. That's really incredible. I can imagine going to rallies and hearing mm -hmm. singing is a lot more um, joyful and empowering sometimes than yelling, even though yelling is pretty cathartic sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it can be sometimes more effective if if you're all united in, in that way. That's really incredible. Mm. 
So are, what other tactics are you using to help push these issues? The singing is kind of, that's a new route that we're going, which I'm excited to see um, how that will work. Um, another thing that we've done in the past was by connecting with other movements in our community. Um, our biggest focus like in the past year was um, spreading awareness of what Sunrise is to people in our communities because a lot of um, people in a rural area don't know what the movement is or are not familiar with it. Um, and since we've started, we prioritized helping with issues in our community. Last year, we spent most of the late summer and fall of last year advocating alongside the No CMP Corridor campaign um, in our Farmington area because that was something that affected our communities personally. So we ended up doing protests and um, hosting community events based around that issue um, and trying to unite our communities together in that way. Um, and I know the corridor, um, at first you may think like, oh, okay, that's something that Sunrise would probably want because it's so-called renewable energy, but it, it just wasn't the right energy that we were advocating for. So it's still aligned with Sunrise's principles of um, advocating for good energy. So the Sunrise movement mm -hmm. and organization is led and run really by individuals that are mostly Gen Z, <laughs> mostly younger individuals. Why do you believe that it's important that a group of that age demographic rally around these issues? So I think it's important. I think Sunrise National kind of also plan this um, is having the youth who are affected by these challenges the most be the forefront of the movement. Um, because I know a lot of, and there's nothing wrong with this, but I know a lot of um, environmental movements, especially our older demographics. Um, so I think it's important to amplify youth voices in that sense and having um, movements with the youth being the forefront is extremely important. Um, I know Sunrise Movement National is made up of youth under the age of 35. So that's how they define um, their general youth age. Um, and our Franklin County Hub is actually made up of mostly high school and college age youth. Um, and we've had some members who have gone away to college and then kind of have returned in the summer to um, also contribute more to the movement here at home when they return. Um, and nearly all of us actually went to high school um, with each other and have connected again through activism. So I think that's also um, an important thing with having youth being connected through youth movements is because it unites them together in a way. Yeah, and we're hoping to expand our age circle, especially um, to maybe more older adults too, yeah. um, more in the 30s to unite, um, expand our circle of age range because I think that that's an important thing. Yeah. What are some of the challenges that you face with working in a rural community? Oh. Um, there are a lot of challenges. You know, I, I find it interesting. Uh, Personally, um, youth organizing is a very new thing for me. So I'm still kind of learning. And I think we're all still learning because there aren't a ton of um, youth activism things dedicated in a rural area at the moment here. There are things coming up now, which is very exciting. But yeah, so we're all still kind of learning. I think that that's part of the challenges. And also um, reiterating again, 
having um, available youth in the area that are able to actually participate. Um, I think also a challenge for us is being just Franklin County and not areas around it. I think we would accept other people in the Western areas too, um, because just Franklin County alone only has so many individuals in it. Um, yeah, so that's definitely a, a challenge for sure, but it's also kind of exciting because we also get to ask ourselves questions on how can we make a difference even with a few people, because I think we definitely can. And you guys have a pretty active Instagram and social media presence mm -hmm. as well, which I've looked at, it just looks like so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's social media, but um, it looks like you have a really great group of people. How do you use social media to push your ideas? Oh my gosh, that's a smart question. You know, um, I think especially in this day and age, it's it's good to have a social media presence, especially with targeting age demographic things. Um, I know that nowadays that's how we get a lot of our news is through social media too. So um, I think it's good to show positive impacts through social media too. So I don't know, I think it's a great way to outreach um, and connect all these kind of different activist groups across the state um, online in some way. And I've noticed that like, even especially in this age, now when we're doing all these like video meets and things, it's really connected, um, you know, all these youth groups, like in a big spider web, we're all connected in some sort of way, even though we're further away now. Well, and if anybody wants to go on to their Instagram, I would highly recommend that you check it out. Remind me what exactly your Instagram is called. Yes, thank you for saying that. It is Sunrise MBMT Franklin County. Um, and also, if you go on there, we have um, in our bio, there's a hyperlink that goes to our link tree with all of our information on if you want to join our hub, or if you want to learn more about the Sunrise Movement in general, um, and other kind of interesting things that we kind of update regularly. Great. Well, thank you so much, Isabel, for joining me today and chatting with me about the Sunrise Movement. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I think it's wonderful what you're doing, and I appreciate your work. Of course. I look forward to hearing your songs out at rallies. <laughs> listening to Maine Environment Frontline Voices. If you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe to our podcast or leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and several other podcast listening apps. Since 1959, NRCM has been tapping into the power of the Maine people, science, and the law to protect and enhance the nature of Maine. To learn more about our work, visit nrcm.org or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and